Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Praise God, it's good to be with you folks. A couple things going on today, right out of the chute, right off the back. Happy birthday to Stephanie. So today is Stephanie Williams Wesco's birthday. And man, I'm pretty excited about that. So happy birthday, Stephanie. Are you feeling in a birthday way? Good morning, Doug. Um, you know, I'm thankful for every day God gives me. Yeah. I am too. So she's avoiding whether or not she's feeling in a birthday way. But I think she is right about now. So she's probably at this point already has her birthday present from Debbie and I. And the kids are probably treating her halfway decent. On that day, she's got to go to Starbucks. She's got to cheat a little bit on her eating routine on this day. So this might turn out to be a pretty good day for Stephanie. But we want to just, uh, we don't want to sing happy birthday to you because of the old Liberty and uh, Stephanie oh. thing because of my voice. <laughs> Maybe I can run around the office here, see if I can find somebody who sings a little better than me. so bad. So we'll just do it like this. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephanie. Happy birthday to you. All right, so we got that out of the way. Also, we want to recognize the mom. So today is Stephanie. So wherever you are today, go out on Facebook, go somewhere, wish Stephanie a happy birthday. Uh, if you want to send her money or something, get a hold of me. I'll tell you how to do that, but you don't have to. Uh, I agree. You don't have to, please. But, but we want you to because the following week after this, I'm going to be there with my wife. So if you, if you send her a lot of money, we'll get to go out to eat. Send her enough money so you know, let me tell you something, man. Going out to eat with eight kids, Debbie and Doug, it's not a cheap proposition. I'm just being <laughs> up front with you guys. So if you guys want to be part of that, just let us know. We'll let you. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, enough <laughs> about that. Uh, Mother's Day. So this is the Friday before Mother's Day. I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I'm glad I have a mom. And uh, mm. my mom's in heaven, and she was the greatest mom ever. So I dedicate my portion of this podcast to my mom. And uh, Janine, Janine Gerardin was her maiden name. And obviously she married a man named Carriger. He turned out to be a knucklehead. But she finished life as Janine Carriger Doton. She married a great man and was married for 20-something years to my stepdad, Raymond Doton. So, God, if you can say Happy Mother's Day to Mom, please do that. But if you're listening to me today and you're fortunate enough to still have a mom that you can pick up the phone on on Sunday or send some flowers or drop by her house. Do that. Moms love that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And I know that Stephanie wants to dedicate this to her mom. So tell us a little bit about your mom, Stephanie. Wow. My mom is awesome. She's a superwoman to me. Um, I was the oldest of, I am the oldest of 10. And um, so I watched wow. my be a godly virtuous woman many, many years. And, um, now, obviously, that I'm, I'm in a different stage in multiple facets. Um, 
but being being a mom to not ten here on earth, but to eight, I there's times I'm like, how did mom do this? She made it just look so so easy, and I know that was the Lord in her. And I'm just, I can't thank the Lord enough. She, the Lord gave me a mom who was a servant who tra- trained us, taught us, not just by her words, but by her example, to love others and to serve the Lord and to be faithful. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for um, the love that she showered on Charles when he was alive. He, she was a huge um, mother figure in his life and gave him a lot of love that he needed and she's an awesome, loving grandma. Um, I'm just, I'm, I can't thank the Lord enough for her. Well, and I've met Stephanie's mom, and your mom's name is? Wenda. So her mom's name is Wenda Williams. So if you guys think about it, just uh, uh, thank God today with your prayers for Wenda and Janine and uh, that, that God gave us these great moms. So I got some verses picked out, Stephanie. I was Funny story about my mom. I got to share that. So my, I would make my mom laugh. And, uh, oh, I'm shocked. Yeah. So every Friday night that I lived close to my mom. So on recruiting duty of growing up those first 17 years, then I went in the army and then I came home on recruiting duty and I met Debbie. It didn't matter. Every Friday night of my life living in Connecticut, when I lived in Connecticut, I would go have spaghetti and meatballs at mom's house. And I would always bring dessert or something. And then when I started going out with Debbie, Debbie would meet me there and things of that nature. We always went to mom's house on Friday night. Uh, for uh, for mom for Mother's Day and so and uh, mom would laugh sometimes we'd go out to eat at a restaurant and stuff and I'd get mom laughing and she couldn't stop laughing. I'm shocked. But one story <laughs> I'll share with mom before we head into these verses it'll give you an idea of the strength too. The first one is that uh, uh, at 17 years old I joined the army and and I had many of you know that I had started school in kindergarten in one town and my father left us and deserted us we moved to another town they didn't have kindergarten so they actually accelerated me to first grade so I wouldn't cry and they were going to hold me back and they never did so I graduated from high school early that's a quick story to let you know I graduated at 16 turned 17 in September and joined the army and uh when I joined the Army at 17 years old, man, I, I joined the Army because I was sick and tired of people telling me what to do. So I wanted to join the Army and get away from everything and not have anybody <laughs> tell me what to do. But anyway, I remember that when I was joining the Army, my mom had to sign the paperwork. And I said, Ma, I said, uh, I want you to sign this paperwork. I want to join the Army. And she looked at me and she said, you know, joining the Army is real. If I sign this paperwork, you can't go back on this. This is something, and, and you're a good boy, and you've never cause me any problems and I'm not worried about you doing these things and that kind of stuff, you know, but, uh, it's real. It's something you're going to do and, and you're going to have to finish it up. No matter how long you join for, you're going to do that. Cause we, we do what we say we're going to do. We don't go down there and make believe mm-hmm. we have some kind of disease or something and try to get out. We don't run, we don't hide. And well, back in that day, they just didn't let you call home all the time. You know, when you first got there, they handed you a postcard with a stamp on it with a return address all filled up for you. And on the blackboard up in front of you, it said, hi, mom and dad. You could replace it with anything you wanted there. I'm safely at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I'm looking forward to serving my country in the United States Army. They're treating me well, and I'm eating well. That was what was on the board. Love your son. It was on the board. You had to write it. And you, and they came around and threw it in the mail bag. So that was the first communication my parents got. They made me fill that out. When I was there, and it said something on the bottom like, I'll send you my permanent address soon. So you got through the reception battalion where they, they, they 
they shaved your heads. They gave everybody the same uniform. They gave you boots, all that stuff. And I had hair, man. I had hair halfway down my back. I had John Lennon glasses on. I was the ugliest girl in any group you've ever seen before in your life. But anyway, then the second letter came. When I got to basic training, I had my permanent address. They gave us another postcard with a stamp on it. And another blackboard was filled out. I've made it to my basic training company, Mom. I'm doing great. I'm so happy that I joined the United States Army. I love my country, and I love my Army. They're feeding me well and taking care of me greatly. Can't wait to talk to you soon. So that's all your communication to your parents for like the first four or five weeks back then. So week five came along, I believe, and they took us to what they called the call center, which was in the post exchange. And you got in line, and you had five minutes you had to pay five bucks for five minutes. Things were expensive back then to talk to your mom. So I remember I got there and it was a Friday night and we had warned them in the previous postcard that we'd call them on a Friday night. It even had the date on it. And I called home and my mom answered the phone. She said, hello. And I said, ma, it's me. And she said, oh, I love you, Douglas. I love you so much. It's good to hear your voice. How you doing? I said, listen, mom, I hate it here. I don't want to be here. Get me out of the army. Call a congressman. Do whatever you got to do. And I'm saying, I only got five minutes. Call a congressman. He's a, he's your cousin, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going on and on and on and on and on. And I stopped. And the phone went silent for a minute. My mom said, I love you so much. And she said, when you joined <laughs> the army, she said, you made a commitment to serve the army. No matter how much it breaks my heart to tell you this, you're going to finish that commitment. You're going to do what you said you were going to do. And I'm going to love you and pray for you. And I remember I was on the other end of the phone, and I'm like, what? <laughs> that was the best thing she ever did for me. Yeah. I yeah. remember it was uh, 26 years later almost, about 25 and a half. And I called her up, and I said, Mom, I'm leaving the Army tomorrow morning. I'm signing out on terminal leave. I'm retiring as an Army Sergeant Major here in Germany. I said, I'm so proud that God let me do this. But I said, Mom, I wouldn't be here today without you. I'll never forget my mom crying. And we cried mm -hmm. for about five minutes together. I love my mom. And then the funny time, <laughs> I remember the funny time was, uh, so we, were, we had went somewhere together, and, and I was in a play in high school, because I was good looking, they made me be in the play, even though I didn't want to memorize any lines. So I had one line in the play, and it was Hamlet or something. First, I was a star, and then they made me the understudy of one line guy. And one line guy got the chicken pox. But anyway, I remember I was up on stage, and I looked over at my mother, and she was laughing, and I started laughing. And I couldn't get out the line. I was trying so hard. And finally, the girl standing next to me slapped me. And I just, I blurted out the line. But anyway, that was our funniest time. We laughed for three days. But anyway, here we go. So I opened up the Bible. I'm on Psalm 31. Those are funny things with mom and sad things. And it was, it was so fun sharing my retirement with mom. And I, mm. I remember I uh, sent her a Legion of Merit in the mail. It was a medal. It cost me $75 for it one of the real special ones that had, was extra shined. I have no idea what happened with it. It wasn't in mom's house when she passed away. But I, I remember I sent her that Legion of Merit, and I had my name written on the back and engraved on the back of it, and I had her name. I wrote Douglas Carragher, son of Janine Carragher Doden. And she, she used to hold that medal in her hand. But here's what the Bible says about moms and, and about ladies. In Proverbs 31, 
Stephanie, it says, strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the lore of kindness. She looked well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she be praised. You want to be a good mom? You want to enjoy this Mother's Day? Be that Proverbs 31 lady. Be that one that yeah. makes a difference. And I mean, you were talking about your mom having that quality. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, my mom, um, I grew up with mostly sisters. And my mom instilled from us, in us, from, from a very early age, the importance of sacrificing ourselves for others, the importance of being others-focused versus being focused on ourselves. Um, she showed us by example how to love children, yeah. how to, um, she gave us a love for teaching, um, a love for music. Um, my mom and dad both um, taught us to sing. We used to spend us hours singing together in the evenings as a family. Um, so many, there's so many things. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I look at Proverbs 31, I see my mom in so many ways. I mean, she taught us to garden. She taught us all of these different things that we at the time weren't always fun. You know, it was not fun to get out up early in the summer and go out and weed. Um, but my mom knew it was better to get up early when it was cool and be weeding when it was cool versus middle of the day when it was roasting hot. Um, and just little things like that, that were character building and that would be fun. We'd sing together while, while we were weeding. Um, it, I appreciate the fact that she taught us not only to know the value of work, but that there's joy in work and, um, my mom taught us the, the the importance of being willing to humble yourself and say, I'm sorry. Mm. Both of my parents did. And those are moments I'll never forget. Those times that my mom knew she had messed up and she was willing to, to say so and willing to say, I'm sorry, I messed up. And I'll never forget those times. Those times had a huge impression on me. Because those were the times I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that my mom loved Jesus. Amen. And, um, you know, certain things like that that just burn themselves into your memory and make an impression when you go into motherhood, when you're, when you go into that stage of having children. And, um, I'm very thankful for, for so many aspects, um, that, God used God used her to, you know, shape me and to mold me. And being the oldest, we laugh, you know, the oldest is the guinea pig. And um, there were times that I was like, why is mom doing it this way? Why? This doesn't make any sense. And um, now we laugh. My mom and I laugh. She's like, how did you survive me? And I'm like, well, how did you survive me? Um, but there's that, there's that ice breaking, I think that a firstborn goes through, um, as they get older 
as you know, they're the first one to reach different crossroads and, and break the ice on every subject in the book when it comes to parenting. And, um, I'm so thankful that through the, through those, uh, ups and downs of, of all of those learning curves for mom and for me that we are now the best of friends and so close and that, um, you know, she's been there for me many times. She was there with me when I had my first child and, um, just so many special things that we've shared. Um, and I'm just, I cannot praise the Lord enough for the godly influence she's had on my life. Amen. Amen. And I, I have had the great opportunity and the honor of meeting Stephanie's mother and she's all those things. And, uh, I enjoy making her laugh as well. Yes, and, uh, and she likes to laugh. Yeah, yes. yeah. Moms <laughs> that like to laugh are cool. And then, <laughs> and then this one verse, and we're going to stop on this verse. But this one verse, we're going to talk about a little bit in Psalm one twenty seven three. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Children are heritage of the Lord. And, and, you know, women have children. They they carry them in their womb. And you've carried 11 children in your womb. And I know I picked on mm-hmm. you about Hosanna and Peace, and, uh, about those names. But, I mean, what's it like in eight to, to thank the Lord uh, to make it through birth and, and to be born? And, and uh, knowing they're a heritage of the Lord, what, it's, what is it like to go through those months of pregnancy, Stephanie, and then give birth and have that little one in your arms and us men, you know, we think it's awesome, but what's it like? I mean, what's that, what's that birthday like? What's that, what's that all about? Wow. It's, there's nothing like it. Um, I'm not sure that I know how to describe it. Um, it's one of the most precious moments in the world, um, to realize that this child I've carried, that I felt move that, um, has, kept me from being able to eat, sleep, or anything um, that's kept me living in the bathroom because my bladder's getting kicked or whatever the case may be um, to hold that baby. And um, as a mother, I think there's a bond there, or there should be. If, if, a, if a mother really loves their child, there's a bond there that... Um, that, that can't be explained. Um, I think it's the special thing that God's created to be between a mother and her child. And, um, you know, it's, I've been through normal birth, emergency cesarean, and, um, then Emmeline's birth of course was, yeah. was very traumatic. Yeah. Um, Emmy doesn't do anything halfway. Yeah. No, no. Her, she made a very bold statement with her birth and, um, so having been through kind of <laughs> not been through normal and abnormal birth situations um, in, in all of those, that bond wasn't changed. Yeah. Um, and one of my special, most special memories, um, well, I mean, obviously there's special from all of them, but I'll never forget when Caleb was born, he was an emergency cesarean. And I remember he just would not stop screaming. And, um, you know, they pulled him out and he just was screaming and they, Charles brought him over and put his face by my face. And I was, they were just trying to keep me from passing out at that point. But I remember I just started talking to him and he instantly was quiet. 
and just totally went from screaming to stone quiet. Well, I talked to him, and as soon as Charles moved him away from me, he started bellering again. And anyone who's heard Caleb scream knows he does a superb job at it. Yeah. And so Charles brought him back, and he instantly stopped again. And I couldn't hold him, you know, for a, for I had to go through um, recovery and stuff before I could hold Caleb. But that was such a special thing, even in the midst of that nasty emergency scenario that there was that bond there with my voice that Caleb knew mommy's voice and it made him calm down. It it brought him comfort. And I think that's, I don't know. I think that's the job of every mother. Um, It's not just a job. It's a privilege that we're to have when the law, when I look at Proverbs 31, one of the things that always stands out to me is the law of kindness is to be in her tongue. Mm. And I think a mother who has the law of kindness in her tongue, in other words, that's what controls her tongue, is kindness. Um, I think that's the sign of a virtuous woman, and that kind of mother will have an eternal impact on her child that goes far beyond, yes, we have rules, yes, we have, you know, we have to put our foot down, and being a single mom is stinks <laughs> because there's no dad to fall back on. It's like you have to be the enforcer, the comforter, the mercy, the law, the truth, all of it, all the all at once, all the all the time, and that really stinks, to be quite honest. Um, and so my prayer is always like, is that the Lord would, above all those other things, that the law of kindness would still be seen by my children, yeah. that Christ's love would shine through to them. Amen, amen. And and just as we close, just a special recognition of you ladies out there who never got to hold your baby alive uh, and and lost your child before he was born. And, and as we said, you know, Stephanie had been through that three times. We thank God that he gave her eight children. But there's some of you out there that have never hold, held a live child. But I want to assure you that you're their mom. And yes. And you get to heaven. Oh, yeah. I'm going to meet yeah. Hosanna in peace. But Olda and Rose, but like old Stephanie said, Charles didn't, he couldn't stand that. He, their names are different when we get to heaven, probably. But uh, anyway, whatever Charles named him, I'm going to meet them. And you're going to be with your children. They can't come to us, but we're going to go to them. And you're just every mm-hmm. bit of a mom as anyone else. And we, we love you, too, and we're praying for you. And, hey, happy Mother's Day, everybody. May God bless you. Thank you for being a mom. A mom changed my life, and I'll never forget that. And Stephanie's a great mom, so happy Mother's Day, Stephanie. Happy Mother's Aww. Day to my sweet wife, Debbie, who's the best mom ever. And happy Mother's Day uh, <clears throat> to my mom in heaven. And on a cool note, happy birthday, Stephanie. Oh, thank you, Doug. God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession 
is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.